The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Gadigal land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to another episode of Your Safe Space, hosted by me, Adele Marie. This is our final confession and question show of 2023, and we are going out with a bang. Maybe not in the way that you want, as we have an STI dilemma and a laugh about our favorite confessions this year. Let's get into the show. Hello, everyone. Hello, Em. Welcome back. Hello, Adele. Thanks for having me again. How are you? I'm good. I'm just like the chaos of the end of year. Yeah, but it's, it's very good. real. It's fine. It's just going through the motions. I know. I'm just like counting down the days to like, I can stop. I know. We're nearly there. Hang in there. So close. This is our last confession show for the year and I'm so excited to get into it. I'm so excited. I'm glad that we introduced the confessions and questions because I feel like the rest of the year, like this second season so far has gone so quick. I know. And the confessions and questions were just like a nice little addition. I know. I love them. They're probably my favourite segment. You reckon? I think so, yeah. I kind of do love the Sunday episodes. So do I, but I also love like, I love I the just, tea. I wish there's more drama, guys. Please give us more drama. Give us more detail. Girl, there better be some New Year's drama that we get in 100%. the Google form. 100%. I want to know, guys, if you get too messed up on New Year's yeah, Eve, please. come to me. Share it here. We're not going to judge you, but we can all have a listen and laugh about it when we come back in 2024. Em, I want to know, though, what's been your favourite confession from this season? I can't even remember if it was a confession or a question, but I think it was one of the ones, one of the first ones that we did together and it was about the girl and her ex and she would drive past his house oh yes I can't even remember I think that was like I was trying to look at which one that was and I just they've all blurred into one I know it was what comes around goes around ex edition yeah I can't remember the name of the episode because I title them myself obviously and sometimes I might title it by the question instead of the confession but hers was a confession I think it was one, two, three, four, five, six, I think. Confessions and questions, the cheating ex dating etiquette episode. Ah, uh, yes. I think that was that one. And I think, yeah, that was the first yes. like confessions and questions episode that I was on. Yeah. And you, we were on the edge of our seat. Crazy. My favorite one was the letter where the listener wrote in and a week out from the wedding, she found a letter that yeah. her fiance had written to his ex. That's crazy. Wild, wild. But yeah, that one was from the episode titled, I'm not sure if I want to have kids because I had a question about kids in that episode. But we have loved the confessions this year. Thank you so much if you guys have submitted one. And if you haven't heard it on air, please don't be, what's the word I'm looking for? Disheartened, yes, because we get so many. Like we literally have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and I go through and individually pick it each week and – It's not like I'm going through in chronological order. I literally just kind of go rogue and I try to make sure we have good variety and I try to make sure that we can have a bit of, you know, spice, different spice every week. So keep sending them through. We will eventually, maybe, hopefully. And also if you kind of realize like, (laughs) oh, maybe I didn't put in enough detail or maybe I didn't tell the story good enough, embellish it. Yeah. Resubmit it. (laughs) Embellish it. Like I just like reading the ones with so much detail and the ones that really like Take you on a story. Take you on a story. Mm. And I think like that's what you want for the confessions. Because the confessions aren't questions. Correct. They're literally like But I have I noticed this horrible thing. Yeah, people have 
written in confessions, but then they ask a question too. Yeah. We, and and we always kind of answer them anyway. I kind of give advice all the time because I can't shut my fucking mouth. But. <laughs> but that's the thing, guys. Just go crazy with the detail. Are you ready for today's tea? I am ready. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know what this is. She so hasn't. This is, this is raw reaction. Yeah. She sends me the run sheets and I don't read them. That's okay. You don't have to. Because I'm them. like, I like the confession being Organic. a raw reaction. Yeah. So let's go crazy with it. Hey Adele and M, a guy I was recently sleeping with ghosted me. His name is Oliver. Here's the thing though, I have since found out that I have chlamydia. So I'm wondering if a guy ghosted either of you and you got chlamydia, would you reach out again to tell him? Oliver and I definitely had unprotected sex, so I know there's a chance that he could have it too. I feel like I've got a lot of pride preventing me from reaching out, considering that he's the one who ghosted me after just a few months. I'm just curious as to what you would do if you were in my situation. Let them know.com. Yes, let them know.org.au actually. And it is a free service platform. It's a notification service where people can go in and they actually have options for you to have a conversation. Like they've got scripts and videos if you want to have the conversation in person, but they also have a notification service where you can enter in the person's phone number and anonymously let them know that they should be getting tested for an STI. Yeah, sorry. I realised that I just straight up was just like, that was that is what I would do. Also, if I got sent that, I would assume it was a joke, but I would, would also you? be like, okay, I'll just go get tested anyway. Because I was talking to someone and we just kept sending each other those notifications back and forth before he had even slept with each other. It was just like a funny ha As banter. Yeah. That's weird. Okay, well, <laughs> don't question my banter. I'm not, okay. Um. So I would probably be like, oh, is this just like a bit? Is someone joking? But I'd also be like, what if someone's not? Might as well go get tested. So I feel like that's a safe way to do it. Yeah, for sure. I just want to say, obviously, with this listener, I hope you're okay. I know it hurts to get ghosted as well. I'm glad you went and got tested. I think that's like the main thing I want to touch on with this. Absolutely. I think it is so important after like situationship, relationship, sexual encounter to keep up with testing, especially if you're like, oh, we definitely had unprotected sex. Get tested. Thank God you did. Because imagine if you didn't know and you like never found out and just kept sleeping with people. 100%. Also, you can still contract STIs with protection. Yes. So you should be getting regular testing regardless if you're having protected or unprotected sex. Yes. I would say. And obviously, I always will advocate for safe sex on this very safe podcast. But yeah, for everyone listening as well, chlamydia is a very common bacterial STI, which is passed on during sex without a condom or any other barrier methods, but it also doesn't have any symptoms. And yeah. that's the other reason why testing is so important because you could have it and you could literally have no fucking idea. And just because there's no symptoms doesn't mean it's not bad because yes. I was like, if there's no symptoms and like, why does it matter? What is it like really a thing? Like who cares? But it affects other stuff later down the track, doesn't it like fit, affect fertility, things like that? It does. It causes pelvic inflammatory disease, which is known as PID. And what that does is if you have, if you own a vagina, you can get an infection in your uterus and fallopian tubes, and that can cause infertility. Interesting. The same, if you are a penis owner, the same infection can occur. And if left untreated can also cause infertility down the track too. So it's quite serious, but it can be solved very easily yeah. with an antibiotic. Would you tell him in person? Would you reach out to him and tell him? I would text him. Yeah, because I think there's no... Because also, he could have given it to her. Yeah, and Who... I mean, that's likely the situation. Yeah. yeah. Would you text or would you use the service? I'd 
text. Yeah. I'm like, would I do anything? But yes, I have to do something. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand the the pride and the ego with the ghosting, but I'm like, this comes above that. Like this, you have to put that aside. The way that you say it to him is going to change his response. I think like it could very much be something that you've, for all he knows, like you've had sexual partners after him and that's how you got chlamydia or he's given it to you. Like there are so many different factors coming into play here Correct. that it's like you can be as direct. basic and direct to the point as you want or you can kind of create a bit of a lie. Yeah. Whatever makes you feel better as long as the information's getting to him somehow. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. And for anyone else listening, if you haven't had a test, go on and get tested, go to your GP, pee in the cup, happy days. Yeah, I got a blood test as well. But yeah, yeah. I got a check. I had a sexual health check. Yeah. Some people may remember I was dating someone earlier this year. <laughs> I remember the YouTube video after this. <laughs> anyway, it was back in June. We were exclusive and, well, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, turns out there was other sex being had with other people. Not Adele though. Not me. <laughs> And I just wanted to be safe. So I got tested and it was all good. No STDs over here. Yeah, yeah. I got tested a couple of weeks ago, I think. I just like to get tested every now and again. Honestly, I, because I'm like chronic ill girly, I get blood tests all the time. So every time I'm like at the GP getting a new one, I'm like, hey, might as well test me yeah. for this too. Do your part, get your test. And be honest. Honestly, just have these conversations with partners. Like I don't really see why it's awkward. If any guy that I'm sleeping with is like, oh, I don't want to use a condom. First of all, I'd be like, too bad. Yeah. But my next question would be, when's the last time you got tested? Correct. And I'm like, if they can't even have that conversation with me, then we're not having unprotected sex. Yeah. We're not having any sex. Yeah. We're not. That like, would give me the ick. Exactly. If you sit there and you're like, a test? test? That's a worrying reaction. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, see, I was like talking to this guy who was very much like, we hadn't even had sex yet. And he was just talking about like getting tested and how important that is to him. I like that. It, there was a point where I was like, okay, like this is every single conversation we have comes back to like getting tested. your fear of getting an STI. I get, I'm glad we can talk about this. Yeah. I think it's much better to have open, honest conversations about it. It shouldn't be like, there is a lot of stigma around it and there shouldn't be that. And the way we no. break through the stigma is by talking about it. And I don't think I've ever really discussed it so in depth on the podcast. So I thought we've got to chuck this one in because it's an important conversation. We're all having sex. I mean... <laughs> Most of us, some of us, not all the time. I mean, maybe that's a broad fucking statement. Sex is I'm something that humans sex. do, okay? Yeah, we're going to have sex. We've got to be tested. We've got to, you know, look after our sexual health. And it's also really important to look after the sexual health of our past sexual partners as well and that's our current thing. sexual partners. Honestly, the main reason I get tested, I'd rather get frequently checked because I don't want to be responsible for giving that to anybody else. Yeah, 100%. I think that's also my number one reason. It's like, I don't ever want to have it and not know and then sleep with someone and then you can just, that's how it spreads. That's how chlamydia yeah. or whatever else becomes so common. Exactly. Better to be tested, better for the community, better for the people you have sex with, better for the people they then have sex with. Everyone's happy. Hell yeah. All right, guys. As I said, this is our last confession of the year. If you have one that's come to mind right now, please let us know. And if you have one that comes up over the New Year's Eve break, please let us know. As I said, we will be waiting to read it out on air in 2024. Now we are going to give you our question of the show, our last question for 2023. Why does this make me want to cry? I love the questions. Me too. This one is a good one as well. We are not obviously qualified professionals. I think you guys have figured that out by now. We are just two hot girls 
giving you our hot takes. Specifically hot girls. <laughs> Specifically hot. Notice the hot. Yeah, H-O-T. That was a new Put the addition. hot. Anyway, take our advice with a grain of salt, if you will. And if you do need professional help, please see the show notes. Our question of the week is a little bit of a long one. Buckle up, M. All right. Let's get into it. Hey, Adele. I'm Sam. Hi, Sam. I don't know if you actually are Sam or if you've changed your name, but hello. I'm 29 years old and at the start of this year, I broke up with my long-term boyfriend of eight years. It was very amicable with both of us recognizing that we weren't happy or right together anymore. I have done quite a lot of work on myself this year and I feel like I'm finally in a place where I could be in another relationship. I've been on a few dates here and there and I was starting to think that dating wasn't meeting my expectations. For example, guys not planning the dates, guys putting in the bare minimum and me just not connecting with anyone on a deeper level. Very recently though, through friends of friends, I was set up with this guy. His name is Jeremy. We have been on three incredible dates so far On every one, he has taken the lead, he has then initiated the next date, and he even brought along a picnic lunch and has always paid even when I have been strongly offering. My only concern is that he is not my usual type. You could say that I'm usually attracted to guys with an ego who are very tall and very muscly. He's quite slim and not much taller than I am, but he's probably one of the sweetest guys I have ever met. I am attracted to him and I feel like we have a connection, but I don't know if it's only because he has put in so much effort to date and is trying to make me feel special. I am finding myself excited to see him again and I could actually see us having a great relationship if it got to that point, but I'm just worried I may lose attraction down the track. Any help or advice is needed. Thanks, Sam. I have so much to say on this one. Oh, I know, me too. Where do we begin? First of all... Justice for the nice guys. Justice for the nice guys, but that also sounds like a nice guys never win. Yeah, okay. But I have a theory that you shouldn't date your type. I agree with you. Tell me why you think that. I think that I have explained this theory to you before, but my theory is that you shouldn't date your type because you settle. If you're so focused on the physical attributes of a person, you settle for everything else because they fit the mold of what you think your relationship should look like from the outside perspective. If you think that you should be dating this like big muscly guy who's taller than you, blah, 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 you're going to look at someone that fits that mold and say, yeah, okay, you might not take the lead on dates and you might not do this and you might not do this, but physically you tick all those boxes. And I just don't think that that's fair. The other thing is Sam asking the question of, but will I lose attraction down the track? Physical attributes change over time. Thank you. Personality doesn't. Core values, who you are on the inside can change. I will say it, it can, yes. can possibly change. If someone really wants to change things about them, I do believe that you can. But nine times out of 10, you're probably who you are is who you are deep down. But physically, we're going to age. We're going to change. We're going to get gray hair. We're going to get wrinkles. We might fluctuate in weight. We might not look the same. We might change yeah. physical things about us. And so I think when you date in your type or when you try to stick to that, it just keeps you closed off from so many possibilities. And possibly like a better relationship for you because you're discounting someone because they don't fit that physical build. Absolutely. And I think that like Sam's question here of will I lose attraction down the track? That's their main question in this whole thing is the fear of losing attraction because they don't, that like the partner doesn't fit that physical mold. And to me, that is so crazy because I'm like, 
the physical thing is the one thing you can guarantee is going to change over time. She may actually lose attraction to him. Yeah. Not because he's not her type, but because he might just change in another way. And also like you could have the hottest partner who is so your type right now and they could change. Like they will change. It is guaranteed that as people age, they're going to change and your physical attraction to them may change. Whereas like how someone treats you is way less likely to change. Granted, you're only three dates in, so this Correct. very much could be early just an early days <laughs> dating thing and this might not be what this guy's actually like. He's giving so many green flags though. But he's giving so many yeah. green flags. And I think as long as you know in yourself, and like Sam says, I am attracted to him and feel like we have a connection, if you're attracted to him, you're attracted to him. You don't yeah. need to like... Even saying, I'm excited to see him again and I could see us having a great relationship. You're not seeing that without a level of attraction or emotional connection. Yeah. So... Perhaps you might actually like him a little bit more than you even realise. Yes. To be able to sit there and say, I could see myself in a relationship after three dates, I think that's I think that's big. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like now trying to put myself in Sam's shoes or just like me literally a couple months ago, three dates with someone being like, I could see myself with them. And I had the same kind of thing of like, not that they weren't my type because the more I think about it, I don't think I really have a type. I was going to say, wait, do you have a type? I don't think I do. I When people ask me this, it actually sends me into like, a spiral. A spiral. <laughs> because I'm like, okay, ideally, yeah, Jacob Elordi would love that man. Oh, yeah. One, Daddy. he's unrealistic. Two, would he actually be my type? If I had one conversation with him, Probably I don't think not. that's my type. And I've come to realise, and as lame as it sounds, but I think my type is very much based on personality. Mm-hmm. Like I could... That's a very PR answer. Yeah, no, but like <laughs> I was literally talking to my therapist about this because I was like, I don't think I have a type. Like it's very much based on connection, but it like an immediate connection for me okay if I go on a first date with someone and it's not a vibe I'm like I know that it's not going to build yeah to me I need that like immediate connection of like we get along yes and then that kind of stems from there like obviously there are physical traits I like in a person but it's not tied to any one oh type. see I have a type and remember when I forced you back on the dating apps and I said we're not going with your type thanks to miss Emily <laughs> breaking down the type stereotypes I actually matched with a, f- a few people in your presence that night. Okay, now to give the listeners a little bit of context, my older type, and I don't even want to call it type because I think it's just a preference. I think if you look back on my dating history, the men I've dated all look very similar in the sense that they've got dark hair, dark eyes, that kind of, you know, like yeah. dark, mysterious vibe. Also, I think I have a type where like I'm attracted to tattoos, but no one I've seriously dated has had tattoos. But Isn't that weird? the thing though, is that like you're attracted to things, but that to me- Doesn't mean it's your type. Yeah. Well, like it might be something that, yeah, you find attractive, but it's not something that I'm like going to swipe left on. Yeah. See, now I think what's important to me in a person is the things that like you can't see. Yes. I need to know like, are you self-aware? Could we be friends? Are you funny? Yeah. If you're those three things- Take off my pants. No. Yeah. no, but that's the thing. It's like everyone, I was always so like when guys are like, no, nah, it's like personality or anyone's like, they just need to be funny. But genuinely 100%. someone that is like funny and that I can have a conversation with and that it's not awkward. Like the connection that you build to me is so much more stronger than physical. And I think that physical attraction grows over time. Even when it comes to like sex, physical attraction isn't the only thing that's going to like get you going. Yeah. Like, there are so many other factors that come into like sexual attraction that isn't just physical attraction. I also don't think that instant attraction or that instant spark, that 
instant chemistry based on your physical appearance is always necessarily a good thing either. Don't you want it to be a slow build and to be something that does increase over time and happens as you get to know the person? Because I think, and this has happened as well, even in dating, like in the past where I've gone on a couple of dates with a guy and as I've started to like him more, he's become hotter. Like he, like, because I'm just like, oh my God, I'm starting to learn about you and I like what I'm learning and And that attraction builds. Absolutely. And you have conversations and like you're sitting across them and you're like, something just changed and you just got 10 times hotter. It just changes and that grows with time. And I think as long as you're not like physically repulsed by the man and you said like you're (laughs) attracted to him. So I think that that's something that'll definitely build. Yeah. I think keep going with Jeremy. I want to know what's happened with Jeremy. Please write back and let us know. Because yeah. in the new year, I'm assuming you've either gone on more dates. Maybe you could be in a relationship by this point. And it is only three dates. So like don't Do early days. get ahead of yourself. Like I don't want to be a neg here, but like <laughs> obviously keep seeing him and keep being positive about it. But, you know, three dates might not really go anywhere or it might go everywhere. But it's like this is still your fresh out of a relationship dating phase which I don't think we even really touched on is the fact that is this she is fresh. I don't think she is fresh. She said at the start of the year. Start of the year broke up with your long-term boyfriend of eight years, but that is a big change of like 29. So got in this relationship at 21 and is now freshly yeah, dating again at okay. 29. Yeah. Like that's a big change in who you are. And I think that it's going to take you a lot of time to figure out what you do value in a partner, both emotionally and physically. Also, I do like the way that she was set up with him though. Yes. Friends of friends. I think that is just a beautiful, very wholesome. And your friends know you. So I think who they set you up with really says a lot about them. And they set you up with a nice guy. Yeah. So this is for anyone listening who is getting back out there dating as well. Not just this listener here, but don't be afraid to date outside your type. Sometimes what you want isn't necessarily what you need or what is good for you. There could be a hidden, hidden magic out there and you have had no idea because you've just been dating the same type or preference of person. Literally. Expand your horizons. Your type is good for casual sex and one night stands only. Oh, is that a rule from you? A rule from me. Ooh. I have so many rules. But I think that like... <laughs> Episode coming on yeah. that in the new year. <laughs> if your type is just a physical type... Yeah. That's focused on sexual attraction and sexual chemistry. Go for your life. But there's a high likelihood that there is some incompatibility when it comes to like romantic dating and relationships. If you keep looking for people that just fit that physical mold, you're going to be overlooking way too many incompatibilities and it's just going to not end well for you. Look out for yourself, broaden your horizons and see what comes of it. And have fun dating. I love that. And give us an update, as I said. Now, guys, if you have any questions that come up over the break, please leave them in the form. The link for that will be in the notes. I will be still checking them and I will be waiting to come back in your ears and answer them in the new year. All right. I think we can wrap the show here. Thank you guys so much though for all your confessions and questions this year. I really love how you guys have also embraced the format and season two of this podcast. And I'm just so grateful. And obviously a big thank you to co-host M because she has made the episodes a lot better then thank you guys for letting me chat <laughs> shit in your ears like I've really loved it so um, we have loved it I'm glad you guys it. aren't opposed to it yeah pe- the people are, love you keep it to yourself yeah don't tell us <laughs> we don't want to know no but seriously we do want to know so there will be a feedback form as well that will be circulating in the Facebook group or circulating around so if you guys want to fill that out as well please <laughs> actually give constructive criticism it's okay I can take it on board I'll cry silently no, we will not we will not be having you crying, okay? Anyway, guys, please give us a rating on Spotify or Apple, share it on your stories, come and join the Facebook group and follow us on TikTok and Instagram. All right, bye. Bye.
podcast was recorded on Gadigal land, hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your safe space is a part of the Amplify Podcast Network.